Hello, welcome to Just the Facts. We have a tremendous episode for you today because we're joined by a very special guest, Mr. Tom Love, CPO Manager, Hyundai Motor Corp. Mr. Grill. Did I say that right? Yes, you said it right. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here with you. It's an honor to be here be here with the Carfax team. So thank you very much for having me. You know, we, we invited Tom to join us um, because we know today's environment for CPO has been through a lot, right? It's been through a lot. The industry's been through a lot. And, and Tom brings a unique perspective uh, to the table today where if we look pre-COVID and during COVID and kind of what we're looking for in the future, that's what we're hoping Tom can share with us today. So Tom, uh, you know, we all went through hell for the last few years, right? With, with COVID and all those things, you, you guys certainly have experienced that like everyone else has, right? But CPO seems to have been steady. It always seems to be steady, right? It doesn't seem to be affected with the highs and lows or at least as instantly, right? So uh, in your opinion, what do you think would be like the one thing or the one or two things that the last two years have really brought different to the CPO world? Uh, if, if I think about that, Bob, your question, I, th- I think the difference is that the customer really wants some sort of assurance. Right. Right. They want to have some sort of uh, knowledge and, and information that their car will be covered with some sort of warranty in case something happens. And I think customers are getting uh, customers are more and more aware of what what it costs in terms of ownership, and they want that type of uh, that type of level of uh, of warranty of assurance in order for them to move ahead with a purchase. I mean, that's to me that's the biggest thing that the customers really are demanding. This they're the ones that are driving um, all the OEMs and in, in, uh, that are out there that are moving towards moving more to more and more used cars into certified cars. So that's, that's the biggest thing that I can think of right now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting you say that because the industry as a whole, right? We know that the millennial generations now comprise 70% of the buying public for us in the industry. And they definitely have brought something new to the table. You know, the old proverbial, uh, how much is the car? How much is my trade worth? What's my down payment? What's my payment, right? The old Foursquare. Well, they've brought to the table an added element, which is being referred to as future cost. Exactly what you just mentioned, right? It seems like a great deal. What's it going to cost me once I own it? Yeah, and you bring up a great point. To to me, my generation was, you know, how what's what's my payment going to be? Yeah, yeah. You know, the generation now is, like you said, what what is this car going to cost me in the future? Am I going to experience any sort of mechanical failures? Who's going to cover those mechanical failures? Will I have enough money to cover those those mechanical failures and the like? And that's why I think the customers are turning towards certified pre-owned. Yeah, you know, one thing too, when you look at all the major listing sites, right? Um, they all have a CPO filter, right? Um, and depending on the sites and the, you know, metro or rural kind of locations, it averages about 15% of the traffic clicks on those CPO filters, right? Um, that means that they already know the inherent value of CPO versus non-CPO, right? And that's what they want to look at. So when you look at that number, it's it's pretty astonishing that throughout the industry, uh, shortage of inventory, you know, this or that, you can't go, you can go, and all the legal stuff we dealt with, that number still remained. It still seems pretty consistent that that 15%, give or take, right, depends if you're in town or out of town, all that kind of stuff. So there's always been a very consistent, slowly growing each year demand for CPO products. 
Well, I, I, and Bob, you bring up a good point, and I think customers sometimes, and you know, us as OEM sometimes don't do the best job of communicating what exactly certified pre-owned is yeah. and what it brings to the table for the customers. Customers understand that certified is good, but what does that really mean? And yeah. who's certifying it? Is it the is it the OEM that's certifying it? Is it just a, a dealership or an independent that's doing that has some sort of uh, certification process? But that's really you know I, I, I as customers get more and more educated on uh, on on the on the benefits of the program, they look more and more and more towards certified because nobody wants to get stuck with a bad used car. No, that's right. And you know it is funny because. Anybody can call a car certified these days, right? You have Fast Freddy certified cars somewhere, right? So the when we talk to the consumers, that is the misconception. They're never quite sure. Is this really like the dealership's certified program? Is it the manufactured certified program? And without question, you know, consumers put additional value into a manufactured back anything, right? Um, I have an extensive dealer background. You know, you either learn to deal with that or you get offended by it. But at the end of the day, consumers put a little more stock and faith on manufactured backed, whatever it might be, whether it's the mechanics certified, right? Whether it's the warranties being a factory warranty. So how do you feel about the, I don't know the right word, there's a lot more certified products out there today than just the manufacturer, right? With, with without a doubt, and I, and I think it's it's a way for dealers, whether they're franchise dealers or independent dealers, to to maybe earn a little bit more money. But when you when it comes right down to it, the overall benefits available to the customer uh, on an OEM certified program it, it, it just outweighs the the other independents uh, and the other the other certification programs because at the end of the day. You know what? The OEM is back in that CPO product, and they are—they're going to be around. They're not going to go Ford, GM, Toyota, Hyundai. They're not going anywhere, right? So that's—that's that's, as a customer, that's who you want to to back. You know your certification program. Yeah, you know, as we move forward, and as we we hope, we pray, we feel like we're coming out of the the last two and a half years. Who knows what the future brings? No one has a crystal ball. But is there one or two things you personally? Um, not necessarily Hyundai or, or, but you personally, are there one or two things that you see changing in the future? Um, you know, we have everything from economic to environmental to all those kind of things. Is there any one or two things you can think of that you're kind of predicting yourself might happen? Well, you've already, COVID has already really pushed people into the digital retailing space, right? right? So you're going, you're going deep into that now. And you're starting to see more and more customers wanting to have some sort of Amazon experience. Right, you know, they, right. They click, and, they click and shoot and they say, okay, I want that car and I want that car delivered to me. Um, I see that continuing, uh, continuing uh, only because that's what, the, that's what this generation kind of wants. Right. Um, the other thing, though, I think you're going to get more and more customers that want to have some sort of warranty that's backing their car. And... Even if it's, you know, with our stuff, you know, it continues out the powertrain warranty. But I think they're looking for even for more coverages than just a powertrain. Okay. You know, they're 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 really seeking. They really want that that coverage that assures them that you know whatever happens to their car, they're not on the hook. Right. And right. That's, 
Like the bumper to bumper. Yes, exactly. And, and, and now, and, and when you think about it too, there's so much more to the, to cars. There's EVs now. So, you know, the powertrain and, and the such may, you know, may not be the most uh, expensive components in a car now. Now it could, it could be the center stack with all the technology in there. This is, is very expensive. Or in an EV car, it's the battery. It's really, right, you know, right. it's not just the engine and the, in the, in the transmission. So it's interesting to see that, that how things are going to change because, you know, again, customers, I think, are, are, are really, to your point, are looking down the line going, you know, what? how much is this car going to cost me in three, four, five years down the road? And it's not just, you know, how much am I paying for the car right now? You know, uh, back, back when CPO first came out, right. First came out Lexus, you know, they, they kind of brought it to the, to the business model way back when, right. Uh, the best new car makes the best used car, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, it, it rapidly grew because it was successful. Right. Um, back in those days, it was all about, uh, conquest market share and you know if we could just get a consumer to try our product they would certainly be more likely to come back and buy our product is that still do you think in the industry the motivation for it is that still the number one motivation or is it morphed from that or changed a little I, bit i think it's changed i think it's morphed a little bit i mean it's a great entry into in, into whoever would oem yeah whatever oem you are right it's it's an entry point to get you to get you in. If you have a great experience, the data shows you'll come back and you'll consider that brand again, whether it's a a new purchase or whether it's a certified purchase. So that's great. But I think again, you, you the the OEMs are looking at certified to do more things than just be an entryway into okay. into the into their brand than just okay, we we bought a car and the customer is now ours. Um, there's residual value implications. Right. Uh, of course, the RV implicate has has impact on you know what we're what we're doing for uh, incentives and incentive amounts. So so there's a trickle down effect that comes with if you have a super strong certified program. There's these intrinsic values to it that go down and down the line that help the that help the manufacturer and what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, great. It, it, it's a car sale. puts It, it puts another tick mark on the board and okay you got a car sold and you got a satisfied customer but there's way to it there's way more to it behind the scenes on how it impacts business future down the road for for the oem for the dealer and for that matter for the customer you know you, you mentioned a little bit so i'd like to go there just briefly if we can you know the service side of the business right has become more and more important um more so than it ever was before, right? Uh, with the lack of uh, rapid available inventory, although that's growing a little bit, with the volatility and the values and the uncertainty in, into the car values, the service side of the business, right? It was called fixed ops for a reason. It was uh, fixed cost, fixed structure. You knew how to do the math, right? CPO certainly lends to that. We know that regardless of the brand, customers are more likely to use the service department and it's the service department that creates the loyalty, is it not? A absolutely. You know, we take a look at it and just from personal history, because I, I did purchase a certified pre-owned car for, uh, in my in my life in my lifetime. You know, I, I brought that car back three or four times in the course of my ownership. And every time the service department chatted with me, talked with me, made a little bit of money for me. But they, what they did is they made me a customer of the dealership. My yeah. one-time experience buying the car, 
yes, that's the, I, ha- I had a good experience. But then the next four or five times that I get and I, I have a good experience with a service advisor, that's going to make all the difference in the world on when I come back and what, what store I come back to and, and, and whose car I buy from. Yeah. You, you know, as we, uh, you know, we as a company concentrate on that ourselves, right? Because we know that history affects value. Right. We know that if a vehicle has been well maintained, well taken care of, if it's uh, been serviced by a a certified technician at a franchise location, the consumer sees additional value in that. Right. We know that they see additional value in the certified pre-owned. So across the board, across the industry, we know we have stores that we battle uh, trying to help. And they do that same same day cert and maybe use it as an extended warranty rather than a marketing ploy, right? Um, and and from your personal, uh, you know, we've talked about this. You and I have talked about this extensively for years. You know, you look at the ability to bring in better trades. You look at uh, all those other elements, right? Um, that same day cert is really being used as nothing but a closing tool. Would you agree with that? I, I agree with you. And if you take a look at the best dealers, the dealers that across the board that are doing a great job with certified pre-owned, they follow the process. Yeah. Right? They acquire the car. They recon the car. They get the car ready. They put it They put it on the front line. They advertise it. There's a whole process to that. And they're continually successful. And they probably make more money because they're following the process along the way. The 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 quick, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to certify this car today because the customer wants it certified. That's that's one and done, right? You yeah. Know, okay, great for today. Maybe you made a little bit more gross in the in in the car because you know, the car's got a warranty in it. But it's not the process, and it's really not what not what the OEM wants. It's, it shouldn't be what the what the dealer wants either because the dealer should be treating this as is is a is a is a separate brand, right? And in order to have that separate brand of well, I got new, I got used, and I got CPL. Well, then that there has to be inventory. There has to be cars that are ready to sell. They, you just can't spot it because then it, it just disrupts the whole process. And you know, you're not you're not out there communicating with the buying public that yes, this is a viable alternative to you. I got ten or fifteen or twenty that are right there, front line ready for you to buy. Just come on and visit with. Me. Yeah, you, you know what else is obvious too, and they don't think about this is they miss out on the filter. If you don't have it certified uh, when it's online, it doesn't fall into the certified filter. You're you're literally missing out on the fifteen percent who would pay more for that car. The very ideal inventory for the very ideal customer is not making that connection if you don't have it certified. Yeah. We, you know, we we we've chatted about this a couple times. I, I mean it's you know it's it's I'm, I'm taking a shotgun and i'm firing up in the sky and i'm hoping a bird falls down as opposed to having a rifle and finding the bird that i want yeah to yeah yeah I, you know it, it helps you a lot that if you certify that car and it appears in the in the certified listings because it just narrows it down it builds like you said builds a lot of value into that car and then when when uh when you're when the when when the customer comes to the dealership you don't have to be ashamed or afraid to ask for hey this car has more value in it because it is a certified car you saw it mr customer online is a certified car therefore you're probably your propensity to spend a little bit more more on that car it's in the back of the customer's head because he once once it's explained to him it's a certified car it's a little different than a used car and it comes with all these added extra benefits yeah why wouldn't you be paying more for that car yeah. yeah, and and here's the the thing dealers ask us all the time, and and again I know we've we've worked on this together. 
the ideal certified inventory is not that one-year-old car. No. Uh, and if it is, you should be getting that out of your internal sources. You shouldn't be going out of your way to buy that car, right? It's that two to four-year-old, right? That's That comprises over 80% of your sales, of, of any manufacturer sales, quite frankly. Um, and so it, it it's a little bit painstaking when the dealer kind of throws it all in a in a basket that it's not working well. But then when you look at their inventory, it was all that one-year-old auction stuff they purchased and just called them CPO. That's not really the plan, right? It, 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 it doesn't help. I mean, like you said, that, that three-year-old car with 36,000 miles yeah. on it, it, it's, it's an off-lease car. It's still in good condition. It still has light miles on it. It qualifies for the program. It's almost new and you make it almost new to the customer. And then they're going to look at that car and they're going to go, yes, I'll, I'll be willing uh, you know, I'll be willing to purchase that car. The car that's relatively new, less than a year old, and yeah, it, it, it it's priced almost right up against a new car. So you, as a customer, you're going to have to take a look at that and say, well, do I go new? Do I do I go this car that's really almost almost new? So it it, it just it that that sweet spot yeah. that you called is is you know between two and four years between twenty four and forty eight thousand miles that's the sweet spot that these guys should be looking for find those cars in their inventory and certify the cars and put them on the front line and they'll they'll sell yeah and, and you know we've been working with the the dealers a lot over the last couple two three years about finding inventory right the whole industry's been on on a search for inventory and you know their lease returns are their very best CPO product, right? It, what sells well new sells well used, right? It's got the right equipment. It was the right color. That's why it sold new, right? Mm -hmm. And it comes back typically at three years, which falls right in that sweet spot, right? And here's the unique asset to that. That dealer has control over that car, Correct. right? If the consumer doesn't take it, then the dealer has first access to that. And when you look at the opportunity they, they have, if you look 60, 90 days out, that should be the target for certified pre-owned. Would you agree with that? A absolutely, Bob. And, and the dealers know that those cars are flowing back into them. They, 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 they're, they're well aware, probably 18 months out, that it, either through their own CRM systems or through their captive finance arm, hey, this customer's coming back, their lease is ending. And you have a chance right now to communicate with that dealer to make sure that when that lease is up, Okay, you're going to put that customer in a new car, whether it's a, a purchase or a lease. But you know that car can be moved right into your certified inventory and sold again, and potentially another time if you, if you if you do a good job. In that. So, in in a sense of transactions, that same vehicle has been sold by your store two or three different times, and that's that's really the the foresight of the of the of the really strong dealers see that that they have an opportunity to sell that car more than once. You know, all this is, is great information. Uh, we're going to start wrapping this up in the effort to keep it in the time frame we like to. Um, but I want to give you an opportunity, right? You have the dealers as your audience today, right? Um, they've been hearing a lot of negative stuff all the time. For the last two and a half years, negative this, negative this, negative that, right? Can you give them uh, whatever you feel would be a moment of positive energy, so maybe a oh. good thought to, to take us away and give them, sure. leave them with a good thing? Sure. God, you're going to put me on the spot on that one. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I worked for a former CEO that said there's nothing like a good crisis, okay, to make people shine. Yeah. Okay. We've had a crisis, right? The COVID, inventory, chips, production, and the like. Um, we, we, we'll drag ourselves out of that. 
Um, but if you take a look at what the industry has done and what the dealers have done, they've shored up their processes. They've they've they've, they've created um, they've created a condition where they, they can now transact digitally, which is what the customer wanted to do years ago, but they were forced to do it a, a, a lot quicker. Yeah, there, there, there's always going to be challenges. And yeah, they, okay, production's still down a little bit and the lease penetration's down a little bit. But again, you take a look at what's available to them and the tools that are available to them and the programs that are available to them. There's, there's success in the future. And in the strong dealers... I, I, I almost want to say the strong dealers are recession proof because they know how to how to adapt and be flexible to the current environment, business environment, and they make up for it and they continue to be successful. Now, some of the unsuccessful dealers, well, they continue to be unsuccessful, but there's hope in the future. Production will come back. You know, leasing will come back. The United States market is still pretty strong. So we'll, we'll be there. You heard that live. You heard that from Tom Love. So take that one to the bank. So, hey, thank you for joining us on this uh, Just the Facts episode. Uh, very much we're waiting to be able to do this one. Tom, thank you again hey, for joining Mr. us. Grill, Always a pleasure. Always a you pleasure, sir. sir. And we will see you next time on Just the Facts.